Debbie Mead. I am so happy to have you here for our coffee conversation. We were wanting to do better together coffee conversations as I shared with you before you agreed to do this, <laughs> this talk with me. Um, so Debbie, tell me quickly your, who's in your family and what groups you've been a part of okay. as a leader or in a life group. Okay. Um, there are, Jim is my husband and Josh is our son and Josh is 30 and I have been in Sunrise for 29 years since I've moved to Kearney hmm. and then um, my life group is Randy Erickson is our leader hmm. and I'm a deaconess and And you're going to lead another study on Monday right. nights for the semester. That's right. I'm mm -hmm. leading that. And then we are, um, a friend and I are leading uh, a new beginners group that um, we led people to Christ. And so now we're doing a Bible study with them. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Great. Well, I know I've been to the church. I've been a part of this church, Carney E. Free, for a lot less time than you have been there, uh -huh. but I have felt very welcomed by you, and I've seen the way oh. that you really embrace the people that walk through the doors, and you just say, welcome to the family, and I've, I've seen you do that in so many ways, so oh, thank you. I appreciate you, and I didn't introduce myself yet. I'm Carrie Carpenter, and I'm the director of the Women's Ministry and Care Ministries at Carney E. Free. Just for the last year, it's been almost a year, and it's just been my privilege to be able to do that and to know amazing women like you, Debbie. And um, I just wanted to remind everybody about our mission. I Well, first, our vision that every person matters. And again, I see that displayed in the way that you treat people. Um, and then our mission at Carney Efree, do you remember what it is? I'll start it if you want. Okay, you start it. Okay. Building a transformational community. I really I'm don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I really don't by, remember. By okay. growing in love with Christ and all people. Okay. So again, you are just living that out and demonstrating oh. it. So Thank whether you. you say the exact words or not, the important thing, you're, you're living <laughs> okay, it. Okay, good. You're living it out. Okay. So um, start with a hard question here. What would, What is your favorite coffee drink? Um, Probably... I really just like regular coffee with um, sugar and creamer. Okay. that's I like my black coffee. Well, no, it's not really black. I like my coffee with cream, too. That's my favorite coffee drink. Yeah. It so, really is. Yeah. And now we're meeting in the afternoon, so you're... I just being, have water. Yes, you're detoxifying with yes. your water. Good job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, so that was, that was the hard question there. Now I'm going to ask you some questions about... Just your story. Okay. So, well, actually, right before you share your story, I wondered if you, I know you and I both have had conversations in the past about really enjoying finding out about our strengths yes. and knowing what other people's strengths are. And um, you and I have talked about like the Enneagram test and what type we are and also like the Myers-Briggs 16 personalities test. Mm -hmm. So what do you remember of those tests about your personality types? Like what do you, um, what can you share? Yeah, I am probably very sanguine and melancholy. Mm -hmm. And that's probably not the ones you did, you said, but 
Um, okay. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, basically, I think that I'm a leader, and but I don't like to be the main leader. I like you're the main leader. I, I am a good under the main leader person, and I like people. Mm-hmm. And so that probably, I think my heart is for God and then people, mm-hmm. and I want everybody to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I see that truth lived out in you too. I see that. Now, so in that way, since obviously there was a start to that desire that has grown, that you want everybody to go to heaven. So tell me the story of how you first met Jesus. I will. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm from Omaha. And I grew up, um, I'm the oldest, and then I have a brother that's two years younger. And we just, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, but we didn't know. I mean, we weren't poor, but we didn't have a lot of money. Just a two-bedroom house. And we had so much fun. I mean, our grandparents were involved in our lives. It was, we laughed a lot. We played outside a lot. Um, It was great. And so I remember thinking, um, growing up, what would make me happy? And so... um, I wanted to be a cheerleader. So I was. Um, and then after school, and I loved school too. And after school, then I went to college for a year and a half. And I wasn't studying. So my dad said, You better get a job if you're not going to study. Mm-hmm. So I worked at UPS for 18 and a half years. And I was a reception receptionist at the district office and then the region. But um, at the district office, I really wanted to know. God and didn't know how to do it. And when I was younger too, I went too fast. When I was younger, my folks did not go to church, but they dropped me off at church. And so when it was confirmation time, my mom said, you don't have to go, but if you want to, you can. And so I did. And so, and then they would just drop me off at church and then I taught Sunday school. And, um, but I knew I didn't know God the way that I was supposed to. And I remember, um, being in my apartment and calling my friend's mom. And I said, how do you know Jesus? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, just call your pastor or your priest and they can tell you. So I knew from that that she didn't know. Mm -hmm. Even though I didn't know, I knew she didn't know. And so anyway. somebody else. Yeah, because, Mm -hmm. well, I kept, I went to this and another friend at UPS um, had me do, um, it was called the Bethel series, and it was uh, a two-year program of the whole Bible, and I did it for two years. So by the time I was 25, I had four years of that underneath me. I was really trying to five, got, find yeah, God. Yeah, you really had I really a hunger. Was. I really had a hunger and a thirst mm-hmm. and didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I, um, I was always this person that, oh, I wasn't going to do anything until I got married, mm-hmm. and I did something that I said I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And so... God used that really to humble me, and um, which was good. And so when I was leaving the district, um, a guy at the district office, Bruce Stricklett, had um, be- just become a Christian, and he was from Omaha, but he was in North Platte, then came back, and he was different. Mm-hmm. And so huh. he, isn't that fun? Yeah. And so he asked me, um, do you want to be in Bible study? So I thought after I had all this stuff here, you know, mm-hmm. that I'd go and help him. Yeah. And so, which was, you know, so I went, but then I was transferred to the region Mm -hmm. and I had the most seniority of any of the hourly and the women there and they didn't like that. So they weren't very nice to me. Mm -hmm. And when I came to the Bible study, they all hugged me and they're happy to see me. And so Mm -hmm. it was, it was really nice to be there. Mm -hmm. So finally, um, 
it was a John study, and we had the we had just the book of John, and it was the Navigators, and there was two things that we're going to believe: that God is who He says He is, mm -hmm. and that the Bible is true. So that's what we did. So we're going through the the Bible study, and so. Charlie Johnston was the guy and he said something about Jesus and I said well how come and so I'm 26 mm -hmm. I said so how come God hasn't gotten me married yet and he just was <laughs> like and he's just like whoa and he said see out of that? my paper <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he, he said see that girl over there she's older than you and she's not married go ask her mm. and so I went over there and I said how come God hasn't got me married yet so then she did for me are you familiar with the bridge Yes. Okay. For salvation. For to salvation. Understand it. Yes, okay. to understand yes. it. Yes. And so, first of all, she said to me, if you were to die tonight, do you know for sure you go to heaven? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I would think so after I did all these things for God. Mm -hmm. And she said, she drew the bridge. Okay, here's you. Here's God. You go to church. You love your parents. You're a good worker, but doesn't quite meet the other side. So it's not until you ask Jesus into your heart that you can cross over. Mm -hmm. And she said... Um, Again, do you know if you would go to heaven? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I, I don't know for sure. And she mm -hmm. said, would you, like to make, would you like to make sure? And I said, I would. So I prayed. This was in a restaurant in South Omaha. Mm -hmm. So I prayed and I received Christ. And I remember driving down 50th and L Street thinking, what is the difference? You know, I've been in Bible study for four years, That's you know. That's the big question. And I love yes. you talking about this because there are people listening to this podcast that want to know the difference. So how do you know? No, you're okay. good. Well, how, okay, so when I got home, now I've been studying this Bible for four years, the whole thing, you know, two times. Mm -hmm. And so um, I went and I started reading the Bible, and it made sense. And I got it. And so um, one thing, a girl that was in the district with me, her name is Esther, and she was part-time, and she led me through TMS, mm -hmm. which, do you know what that is? No. Okay, it's the Navigator's Tropical Memory System. Okay. So I learned about 70 or 80 verses, and we did that in a year. Mm -hmm. And um, then, I, the cool thing is, is I'd been there about two months, and I remember walking into the break room, and I said to, there was two guys in there, and I said to him, do you, do you guys know anything about this being born again? Mm -hmm. And Matt there said, yeah, I know. And then the other guy, Joe, said, oh, you can't tell me that there's only one God and there's only way, mm -hmm. only one way. And I said, I don't know, Joe. I said, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't memorize it. See, God just gave me the words. Wow, that's really awesome. I, like his spirit just, he just did it. made it known. Yeah. So when you said, I got it, when you just rewinding the yes. conversation got, a little huh? bit, that's what you meant. That's what you got. Yes. You got it that it's by him alone. Yes. Jesus alone. And nobody else. Mm -hmm. And not your good works. Mm -hmm. And not that you try so hard and not that you're perfect or not that anything. It's not nothing him. but him alone. Yeah. I think that's so hard to understand, right? Like they say all religions except, except Christianity talk about how you do try to do good things to right. be in favor with God when it's the opposite. You, yes. as a Christian... We want to do good things because of what he's done for us already when we understand that Jesus is the only way, the right. truth, and the life. And when You're we are weak, he is strong. Because yes. I didn't know how to answer him. Yes. I just was a Christian maybe two months at the most. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to my desk and thinking, where did this come from? Seriously, mm -hmm. it was just an awe moment for me. Ah. 
Isn't that cool? That is so cool. Yeah. Well, and you have started sharing a little bit about what my next question was going to okay. be, and that is, um, since you met him, what what do you do to grow in love with him? Okay. So you're taught. You read the Bible twice before you even had that light bulb aha right. moment, right? Uh-huh. I I did. So you you were doing that, uh-huh. and how did that come into play? And what else did you do? Like, what actions did you take to grow in love in your relationship with him? Doing the Bethel series really gave me a foundation. I really knew the Bible in my head, but I did not know the Lord in my heart. And so um, I started having a daily quiet time, Mm -hmm. and I would write them down, um, what God did, and memorizing scripture. I just think that is huge. Mm -hmm. I just know that it's such such a transition, and um, I am telling you, God uses that, and it was huge. So... And then I do Bible studies, and I love to write verses down. So, I guess. Ways that you've been able to grow in love with them. Okay. And so, also, um, I'm also curious about for people who are following Jesus and getting to know him, like, what is something you can think of that is, that was harder about following Jesus mm-hmm. than just going the way that the world, most okay. of the world goes. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was 26 when I became a Christian and I went to the Bill Gothard series. Have you ever heard of that? I have heard of it, okay. yes. So it is a week-long thing and it was at the Civic Auditorium in downtown mm-hmm. Omaha and I took off work for a week and I just was hungry. And there, it was really full, I'm not packed, but a lot of people. And God said in there, I, well, he was talking about the umbrella um, being, if you're single, under the umbrella of authority. Mm-hmm. And I felt like God told me to move home with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And so we don't didn't have a big house. And How long had it been since you'd lived in their home at this point? Four or five, four or five years. Okay. I could imagine this is <laughs> <so> hard. <laughs> okay. And that is hard. Mm-hmm. And so here I have all my furniture. And well, first of all, I go and I say to my mom and dad, I said, because I had wanted them both there, I said, um, I feel like God wants me to m- move home with you. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And my mom said, Deborah, your dad will tell you what to do. My dad said, pack your bags and move home. So I did. Mm-hmm. And so since it was a little house and my mom was a, in real estate, um, we end up moving from there to um, Elkhorn in Skyline Ranches, and it was a big house. So all of our furniture fit and everything. And um, my dad, this is interesting, my dad had told God that if he... If, if God let them move out there, he would go to church with me. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Wow. And you didn't know this before you asked about moving back in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And before I moved in, too, my mom and I were watching Billy Graham, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, talking about, you know, accepting Christ. And I said, do you ever do that? And my mom said, no. And I said, we need to get down right now, and we need to pray. And she did. Wow. I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And so, anyway, uh, we moved out there. And at the time, it's called Christ Community Church now, but at the time it was called Omaha Gospel Tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And so it was on 20th and Douglas Street. So we were 20945 right off of Dodge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a long way. And my dad went to almost every time that I went. Wow. So, um, and then I, one of the pastors had told me to ask my dad, um, did he accept Christ? Because he's seen him raise his hand or mm-hmm. something. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So that was hard to Very obey hard. some of those things, mm-hmm. but it's so it's so refreshing to hear the way that you are 
willing to listen to the details from God because he promises his Holy Spirit to help with specific details in our life if we're willing to listen and lean into him. Right. And I hear you saying that you did that, and then when you heard a prompt from him, you followed it. I did. Even if it wasn't comfortable. And then yeah. you see the outcome of what God was up to. Sometimes we, I, I think how we won't see a lot of the outcome of obedience to Christ until... On, we're on the other side of heaven, yeah. and most of it probably. But probably. there's many things that are so encouraging like that where right. you were able to see the fruit of your obedience mm-hmm. with your parents and their salvation, and I love that. And my mom died 10 years later. So it was 10 years I would not have had with her. Mm. I mean, you know, well, I didn't stay there that long. I was just there three years, but... That's amazing. It's cool. What a cool story. So... Any, has there been any other things that have felt hard about following after Jesus? Mm -hmm. There have. Um, There have. Um, When my mom died, you know, um, we had just built a house in Ralston. Josh was born in March, all this in the same year. Um, My mom died that same year, and then we moved to Kearney the next year. And um, it was extremely hard being new here. Mm-hmm. And how long have you lived here now? It'll be 29 years next month. Okay. All right. Well, you found a great church family. I did. To be a part of, and you've made it a great family as well. So as far as community goes, when you got here, and we call our community groups life groups at eFree, um, what... And you mentioned groups that you're a part of at the beginning of our conversation. But do you right now belong to a life group? I do. You and your husband. And why did you decide to be a part of a life group? Well, I don't know if we were... I think we probably had a pastor by then, but we Mm -hmm. did have a church split. And so um, the us that were left... What Randy... um, I'll tell you, when we did have that church divide or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. Randy had said to me because I, I kind of wanted to go to the other church my husband wanted to stay here mm-hmm. and he said it's like a marriage Deb you just have to go through it and then Jean Heiser she said I really wish you wouldn't go mm-hmm. and for some reason those two people you know when Jim said no I want to stay here that really helped me that I heard from them mm-hmm. and so then they started a study Randy and Deb mm-hmm. and so we they just asked us and that was just a no-brainer. Oh, and the power of invitation, like personal invitation. And yes. you do that all the time. I've seen that too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you That's do. cool. I love that. I love the way that you go after, you know, Jesus says that we're to be fishers of men and women. And I see you going in and doing that all the time. Was there anything um, that you remember that felt, do you remember what it felt like to join a brand new group? Like yes. for maybe the people that are a little scared of trying something Mm -hmm. like that do you remember what that felt like it was hard but it was good Mm -hmm. it was hard because I was so needy Mm -hmm. um I just was you know and um but I wanted to belong Mm -hmm. and so um that helped me belong and I'm glad your step of faith overpowered your fear of yeah no yeah it was, it was, you know, but I like being involved and I like, I like being involved with women just because 
I don't know, because I had a strong mom and strong grandma, you know, and mm-hmm. I miss them. And so I like that. Mm-hmm. So Sunrise was really, really good. And how many years again have you been in Sunrise? I'll uh, be 29 years. 29 years. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's so fun. That's some faithfulness right mm-hmm. there. Um, and so what would you tell others? Like I can hear a lot of the reasons from what you just said, but what would you tell others are important reasons to be a part of a group if they're not used to that? Oh, you know, this, okay, so for Bible study, when we do Bible study, what's so Mm -hmm. fun is, so for Sunrise, we're doing, um, when we're doing a study, all the women have different things that God tells them. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, when you read the questions and they're saying this and they're saying that, then we're like, oh, we didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. So it's being in the Word together, and I think it knits you together more than anything that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. That unity happens, uh-huh. and we have to be in community to get the exactly. unity. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. so good. Um, okay, well, certainly, you know, this year's initiative is about being better together, and we want people to go from being lost in the crowd or feeling like they're lost in the crowd to being known in community so they can experience the growth that you have experienced and I've experienced in community and to be able to grow grow and move on you know with the Lord and in, into um, maturity into more of the flourishing that he has in mind for us so um what what I guess as a Christian this is sort of a bonus question I didn't really ask, but how do you how do you find calmness in the middle of chaos mm-hmm. when hard things happen? You know, I have because um, you told me to give verses too. Yes. Okay, so this one verse I am going to give because this is I do have health problems, mm-hmm. and so um, I went to a healing seminar thing. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to grab a verse, and this verse is really good. Mm-hmm. And it's Isaiah 54, 17. Mm. And it's no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that accuses you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their benediction is from me, declares the Lord. I do that, and then I do I do verses. I do um, the one that um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, I, I say to God, remember you said that you, you know, I tell mm-hmm. him back what his word says. And Proverbs um, 3, 5, and 6 is mine for this year is, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So I'll just say, God, remember you said, and I'm trusting in you, and I just point it back to him, and then he does it through me. And it's just, I mean, it's him. It's not me. So good. So you renew your mind that way. You dive into the scriptures. You you have memorized the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And just back to that, just bathing in what he says. It is huge. And that can bring peace. I found that. Yeah, you do too. The truth. Did you ever do Matthew? Do you care if I do one more? Oh, no. Go okay. Matthew 11. Um, and Cherry Peterson showed me this one. Mm-hmm. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my load is light. So if you're yoked with Christ, 
-hmm. and you say let's say you're going off well he'll pull you back and maybe you're doing something you're not supposed to he'll pull you back Mm -hmm. isn't that cool that's awesome you have such a teacher's heart (laughs) a mentor's heart and i love spending time with you and we certainly are better together we are better together so I appreciate you. I have one just last question, and um, that is, what would be a hope that you would have for our church family? For our church family. Hmm. Um, I think that um, we would hunger and thirst for God and that we would have unity. Hmm. Amen, sister.